This is statewide news from Alaska Public Media. I'm Ava White. Tribes near Ketchikan submitted evidence last week to the Canadian and B.C. governments that they hope will give them a voice in transboundary mining discussions. As KRBD's Jack Darrell reports, the tribes say the evidence proves they've had a historical presence along the Yunuk River, which runs through the border. Southeast Alaska tribes have long demanded a seat at the table in how Canada manages mining projects that affect lands and waters across its border. On January 30th, a coalition of the Haida, Tlingit, and Simshian tribal governments submitted testimonial evidence to protect the Yunuk River, one of their river watersheds. The tribal group fears the watershed could be damaged by a proposed open-pit gold mine on the other side of the border. The coalition is called the Southeast Alaska Indigenous Transboundary Commission and represents 15 tribes and tribal groups in Alaska and Canada. Guy Archibald is its executive director. The border that transects these transboundary rivers is a completely false construct. Nothing in nature respects that line on the map. The water, the salmon, the people, the wildlife. Nothing respects that. What happens in the upper reaches of these transboundary rivers will impact our tribes, our communities, and our tribal citizens. The evidence submitted by the commission, which includes personal testimony from tribal members of Metlakatla and other communities in the watershed, is meant to demonstrate the Tlingit people's historic presence along the Yunuk River. The river, northeast of Ketchikan, is an established wild salmon habitat and holds cultural significance to Alaska natives. And the tribal governments say it's under threat from the SK Creek Mine, a silver and gold mining project proposed upriver in British Columbia. Essentially, what the tribes are alleging is that unregulated mining across the border in Canada is conflicting with the tribe's obligation to protect traditional lands for future generations. Taja Wally Thati Ta Wagner, a member of the Wolf Clan in Metlakatla, testified that she grew up harvesting hooligan, kink salmon, and moose on the Yanuk and plans to protect that cultural right. I would really love to see for us to do another community harvest on that river again and see those bright smiles on everyone's faces one more time and to bring that hooligan to our elders. That is what I would really love to see happen in the future, and I hope to be able to see that for future generations to come. Skeena Resources Limited, the Vancouver-based mining company in charge of the mining proposal, didn't respond to repeated requests for comment. Earth Justice, the organization representing the Tribal Commission, has also brought a case against the Canadian government alleging that their refusal to consult with Alaska Native tribes on large-scale mining developments is an international human rights violation. The claim was recently recognized by the Inter-American Commission on Human Rights. Earth Justice attorney Ramin Pajan says the rights of the land's original inhabitants precede the boundaries that divided the Yunuk River. And this wasn't like a new right. I mean, these went back millennia. And what we're doing here is essentially the same. I mean, these are rights go back millennia and, and the ownership of the Yunuk River and the territory and the use of that river as integral to their culture. Pajan says the goal is to capitalize on recent Canadian legal precedent to get the country to consult with Alaska tribes properly, the way they would for tribes protected under the Constitution in Canada. If they're successful, it would be the first time in history that a U.S.-based tribe is granted participating Indigenous nation status in Canada. The country has never legally recognized U.S.-based Indigenous peoples as stakeholders in the country's policy decisions. In Ketchikan, with reporting help from Shelby Herbert in Petersburg, I'm Jack Darrell. This is Alaska Public Media.